Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 2 Corinthians. Today is episode 464. Looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 to 22. Let's read our passage. As God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Sylvanius, Timothy, and I, did not become yes and no. On the contrary, in him is always yes, for every one of God's promises is yes in him. Therefore, through him we also say amen to the glory of God. Now it is God who strengthens us together with you in Christ and who has anointed us. He has also put his seal on us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a down payment. This is Second Corinthians. It's uh, several in a lineage of letters that Paul has sent. Paul sent a letter before 1 Corinthians, and he said 1 Corinthians, and he said a follow-up tearful letter, and now he sent in 2 Corinthians. Paul's made a couple of trips to Corinth. He has sent Titus with the tearful letter. He sent Timothy around the time of 1 Corinthians. Now he's sending Titus back with this letter. Titus reported that after the tearful letter, the majority of the people in the Corinthian church are with Paul. They're aligned with him. But there's still a sizable minority who are not. And Paul's letter here is trying to resolve that. He's trying to restore their confidence in him. Corinth is a strategic city. And the church in Corinth then is a strategic church. And it's necessary for them to be healthy, to be grounded in the gospel, to be united in service to God. So he's trying hard to resolve things in Corinth. Now, he's defended his actions as far as his travel plans. They seem to think that, or at least his group seems to think, that because Paul changed his travel plans, he said he was coming. Then he didn't come. He just sent a letter via Titus. So you can't trust Paul, or he doesn't care about us, doesn't think we're important. And Paul's trying to tell them, okay, I changed my travel plans because things change, and there's a reason to all of this. And now he's shifting gears here in this discussion that although Paul changed his travel plans, well, God is still faithful. And God is the one who has guided Paul in all of his dealings with the Corinthian church. So his message here is, if God is faithful, then God's messengers are faithful. If you trust God, then trust us. We're the ones that told you about God to begin with. So trust us in this. So let's dive into it. Verse 18. As God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. This is a follow-on to that previous comments he made about accusations. He says yes, yes, and no, no at the same time. And here he says, that's not our message. Our message isn't yes. Our message isn't no. Our message is the gospel. Our message to you. And where it gets translated message here actually is logos, word. Our word to you is not yes and no. Being intentional, probably, here with the use of the word logos, word, because we often refer to Jesus as the word. So, and the word is the gospel. So our word to you, now he's kind of combined here, my word to you in terms of the gospel, my word to you in terms of personal travel plans. It's, it's not this yes and no human wisdom-based stuff. 
It is based on the faithfulness of God. It's more than just my travel plans. It goes on into verse 19. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you. Pause there. We refer to the Son of God, Jesus Christ, as the Word. This is the beginning of the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. They all know this. But Paul's saying, our word to you our word about our travel plans and our word about the gospel is based on the faithfulness of God. So, Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaim to you, Sylvanius, Timothy, and I did not become yes and no. You guys are Christians right now because of the gospel that Silas and Timothy and I came and preached to you. Now, he's not saying that as a way of and so you owe us. He's saying that you believed the gospel that we preached to you. Believe us. We are servants of God, and the words we speak are guided by God. So it's not this yes and no human wisdom aspect. On the contrary, in him it is always yes. Now what's he mean by that? Well, what he means is when God says something, he means it. There's no yes and no to it. God says you can be saved through faith in Jesus Christ, through the grace of God. Well, that's the truth. And so that's what he means by this, the always yes. What God said is true, because God is faithful. In verse 20, for every one of God's promises is yes in him. So the, the faithfulness of God's word is demonstrated through what Jesus did on the cross. That we know we can trust what God has said because we've seen it come about through Jesus Christ. God has said it and proclaimed it, and then it's proved through the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He continues in verse 20, Therefore, through him, we also say amen to the glory of God. Now, when he says amen, he doesn't mean the end of a prayer. For us, that's, that's normal when you say amen, to show that that's the end of the prayer. But amen, it's really, it's a Hebrew word, and it means surely, so be it, something like that. So when something is said that everyone agrees with, you say, so be it, amen. And we say amen to the glory of God. Well, what's he referring to there? Well, the glory of God was demonstrated through Jesus Christ. Now, what's Paul's argument here? God is faithful. It's all been proven through what Jesus Christ has done. We are messengers from God. We're the ones that brought you the gospel. You know you can trust us. You've seen God's faithfulness through us. Trust us. Now verse 21. Now it is God who strengthens us together with you in Christ and who has anointed us. Continuing in 22. He's also put his seal on us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a down payment. Okay. Talk about salvation here. Talk about relationship with God through Jesus Christ, resulting in the Holy Spirit having residence in us. So it's God who strengthens us together with you in Christ who has anointed us. Salvation is God's initiative. God the Father is the one who dreamed it up. But it is implemented through what Jesus Christ did on the cross. And it's guaranteed because of what the Holy Spirit does in our hearts. So this language of the seal and the down payment. A seal would be some 
something you put on an official document. The official would melt some wax and put it on the paper and then press his ring into it with the official mark on it. And that would be the seal, proving its authenticity, its official status. And a down payment is the guarantee of what's to come. So the Holy Spirit is what that seal placed on us. What's the evidence that we're followers of Christ? The Holy Spirit in our lives. We can say all the right things and kind of do all the right things, but it's the, the actions of the Holy Spirit in our lives that are the true evidence that we are followers of Christ. It's not that you walk to the front of a church service. It's not that you prayed a certain prayer. It's not that you got baptized. It's the Holy Spirit, because that's God's doing. All that other stuff is our doing. So God's proof that we are his followers is the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's why sometimes you see people in church even who you say, there's just no evidence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And you wonder about them. You worry about them. And you try to work with them try to help them forward. But sometimes you just got to wonder, is this person really a follower of Christ? Now, it's not up, not up to us to determine that. But the, the seal, the proof, the official document that we are followers of Christ is the Holy Spirit in our lives. And that's the down payment of the promises of God. So you see the Trinity here. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God the Father, it's his initiative. Jesus Christ, God the Son, he's the one who made it happen. And then the Holy Spirit is the one who provides that, that guarantee that we are actually engaged in that process that God set forth of salvation. All this seems like a, a side trip in Paul's argument because he's going to get back to his travel plans in the next section. But at the core of it is you trust enough, enough to come to faith in Christ. You recognized we are messengers of God. And you trusted God's faithfulness in accepting the message of the gospel. And as God's messengers, you can trust us. And so we're not just willy-nilly changing travel plans. We're following God. And his faithfulness is what you really need to count on. So you can trust God's messengers because you can trust God. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Second Corinthians.